afternoon and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. I'm Lee Cuban, Master Certified Life Coach and Mindset Coach. I'm Sandra Priestley. I'm a business and branding coach, a feng shui practitioner. Hello and happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I, once again, like last week, I am drinking drinking lemon lime sparkling water. Oh. And my ice cube with a big huge ice cube that is now quite small but i am getting really addicted to this dang water i uh, know it's good yeah. mm -hmm. what are you I'm drinking? drinking out of a can today <laughs> i've got some uh grapefruit sparkling water oh yum mm -hmm. so it's yeah. like 90 degrees outside today you can't tell it because i'm in this big sweater dress yeah um but i needed something refreshing I am only in this because I am trying to figure out what I'm going to wear to the graduation. And I, I ordered think it. Brilliant idea. Like, I think it's a brilliant idea because I typically would be the person that does not do that. I try oh. on the outfit. I would look, think, okay, it looks good. And I would go to the event oh, nice. and I would want to go to the nearest grocery store and buy a t-shirt that says yeah. like, hello Chicago and like change <laughs> because it didn't feel good. Like I, yeah. I would be that girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, break no, out hives. I ordered new boots to go with the dress. So it's really nice. good. It's beautiful. It's a mm -hmm. long, it's like, um, ribbed. Right. And then, so I got the tall boots because mine were a little too scuffed up and I'm like, I'm not having these scuffed up boots at this graduation, like right. not doing so, it. Yeah, and Paul and I went on a date like date day, we got up Sunday morning, did some tours around the house. And then we're like, let's go play. And so we went down to the domain and I'm like, I'm going to wear my boots. And okay. he said, well, are you going to be able to walk around the domain? And I said, well, if I can't, then I, I can't, can't wear them in Chicago. Right. Exactly. And I made it like five hours and my feet did not hurt. Wow. So I was like, okay, these are the boots. It's safe nice mm -hmm. it's shocking isn't it because I know that with I have the my three pairs of SJP shoes uh -huh. and they're high yeah and it's funny because I wore all three at my daughter's graduation last year mm. because there was different events right yeah. so I like went home changed my shoes <laughs> and um they're all the same height, but one of the shoes has like a weird cut in it, like at the top of my foot. Mm -hmm. And I never notice it when I'm wearing it on this podcast. I never notice it when I am like just walking a little bit. But when I was wearing it that night, wow. Yeah. It, it just is just at this, like a weird spot on my, on my foot. Right. Mm -hmm. And really but now you know never to get that style again. And also not to wear it, like not to wear those shoes if I'm gonna go for a long period of time, but like right. an hour. Yeah, no problem. Or just take all my shoes, switch them out. Switch them out. We'll switch a room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think it's brilliant that you're like doing these test drives on yeah. your on your ready to go. How cool. And Easton's birthday party is tomorrow oh. because his actual birthday birthday is on the day Logan graduates. Nice. So um, we're having this party tomorrow and yeah. we'll have a house full of people 
which is another reason I'm drinking water because I've been cleaning. Oh yeah. I have chores to do. <laughs> chores to do. Chores to do. Well, so but, much fun. But first, we're gonna have a great conversation. We are. Um, this book that people, I think, especially women that that are kind of in my world. Um, they're constantly talking about how life is so much over, like so overwhelming and everything is so bad. And that like, there's no way that they could move forward from where they're at because they're too overwhelmed. And what I loved about this book called pretty happy is that she really talks about just the little things that you can do every single day to get you closer to just pretty happy. Yeah. Like, and on the back of the book, it says, you don't have to be perfect. Pretty happy is pretty great. <clears throat> and it's not like we start off thinking where we're at is so far from like an exceptional life that yeah. we don't take the first step to just go a little bit happier. Well, and we don't look at our life right now and look at how exceptional it is. Right. We miss it. Because we think it's better there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I often say that I use this analogy. It's like, if you're too busy looking at the damn ground mm -hmm. and like one foot in front of the other, trudging mm -hmm. along, looking for the stumps and the puddles and the big rocks and the random shit that I try trip over every day when I'm on a walk. Yeah. But if you're looking down like that and looking for all the things that suck or all of the potential what could go wrong that could trip you up mm -hmm. you're missing the view yeah you're missing everything that is around you like you're mm. experiencing it but you're not listening to it you're not paying attention to it you're not seeing it but that doesn't mean that it, it doesn't fucking exist yeah and we it's do that every day in our life yeah in our relationships in business in, i mean in our diets you know, exactly. we get so caught up in focusing that we aren't appreciating everything around us and we're missing the opportunities. Yeah. Like, and I just, I think, I, I, I think back and maybe I said this before, I'm not sure, but I think back to January, December 31st. So on December 31st, I sit down to do my newsletter and all of it. And I'm like thinking about, you know, what I wish that I had done the past year, not in this way to shit on myself, yeah. but just like a, being aware of like, okay, what were my goals? What did I hit? What did I not? What was magical? And what would I have done that I didn't do that I could take into this year? Like, how can I make it more exciting? And so one of the things um, in that moment was journaling. Mm-hmm. And I knew that it would change my life, but I didn't know how. And what I'm noticing for myself and the women in this journaling group, it's like, once you commit to yourself in something like that, something simple, like, I don't care if they write down one sentence, but try to do it every day. Yeah. You know, and if you start with one sentence, you're going to end up with 45. Like it's just the yeah. way it is. But like, even if you have one sentence or even if you don't, I just, you know, I hope that there's no judgment, just awareness, right? Like yes. always that's my thing, no judgment, just awareness. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed mm -hmm. was that one small step, that one commitment to myself every day turned into 
so many more commitments to myself Mm -hmm. in the best way possible. And I'm seeing it for them too. Like they started out feeling stuck maybe and started journaling. All of a sudden it's like their life is opening up and they're starting new diets or they're starting new exercise programs or they're joining a gym or they're going to be a yogi or like, I mean, man, we're only in like the beginning months. We started this just January 1st. Mm -hmm. And so like within three months. Yeah. But they were, you were seeing this before three months. Oh, yes. So quickly. Yeah. So quickly. Like, like within two weeks, I thought, hey, I've got this down pat. What can I do next? Mm -hmm. And it was, it was this like, oh, I, I can open another door. I can open another door. And I'm seeing it for them too. But I think it's, it's not even seeing a door and walking through it. <clears throat> but it's like, in addition to, it's like, the more we commit to ourselves, the more we realize that we could actually ha- do something else and it's fun and we yeah. can do more. And we just keep taking on more to enrich our lives, yeah. not as punishment. And no. I think when we sit back and look at where we are and where we think we have to go, because mm-hmm. we're looking for exceptional, we're not just focusing on maybe pretty happy is enough right now, yeah. or just a little bit happier. Mm-hmm. We can still look to the exceptional, like believe that it's possible and we can do all that mindset work, but it's like just these tiny little things, tiny little commitments to ourselves. Yeah. Do you know what those are? What? They're habits. Oh yeah. And you read that book. Oh my gosh. But atomic habits. Yes. And he talks about that in the book and how we do the habit to get the goal. And then we get the goal and we stop the habit. And we wonder why everything just goes uh-huh. back to the way it was. Cause we go back to doing the same things we were doing before yeah. instead of continuing. And he's like, that's why it's not about the goal. It's about the habit because as you continue, then that's where the momentum is. You clean mm-hmm. things up, you get better, your business grows and you think, oh, my business is where it needs to be. I don't need to do that anymore. Keep doing right. it. We were, we were, we had a date night last night and on our way home from dinner, there is an insurance agent that we always pull through his parking lot to get to the street um, because we don't want to turn around the other way. So I was telling Paul, I'm like, you know, I have not seen him in at least a year, maybe 18 months. I said, I'm glad to see he's still here, but I wonder why we don't see him in the chamber anymore, that he's not at events anymore. He was everywhere for a minute. Yeah. And he said, well, his business is up and running. And he's doing great. He feels like he doesn't need it anymore. Oh, no. And it's like, that's not when you stop. Because you want to keep being the guy or Mm -hmm. the girl, the go-to. And and then I started thinking about me. And even Paul and I, you know, when things are rough and we're like, okay, how are we going to do this? And how are we going to fix this? And how we come together in the most perfect way and Mm -hmm. figure it out. And have Mm -hmm. all these good things that we're doing. And then as soon as the waters are calm and everything is as it should be, we're Mm -hmm. like, oh, we can relax. No, it's not the time. You keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) Well, and I think, oh, go ahead. Well, it just gets bigger. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you 
you gain more insight, you learn more, you grow. And when you stop doing the things, whatever those things are, you go back to doing what you did before. Yeah. And that's not where the magic is. And, you know, for the longest time and probably all last year, I was focusing on big dreams, big goals, you know, and, and I, and I get it, but I feel like 2023, I mean, 2023, I don't know why, but like, it has a lot of words that I'm putting to it. Like, you know, earlier I said it was the year. Yes. Mm -hmm. I am talking about doors and I'm talking about journaling, but like, I also, and you're getting new doors (laughs) and I'm getting new doors every day. Um, that's what it feels like. And, but what, what I'm noticing is that when I took my eye off the damn goal and I placed it on the journey, loving the journey, stepping into flow for myself, not yep. listening to anyone else and what they did or looking like, I didn't give a shit what anyone else did, but just like loving my everyday, loving my everyday in business, loving my, loving the process, choosing a workout, not because someone told me that this is what I need to do, but because I freaking love Pilates. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to listen to what you should do is walk. Fuck it. I love Pilates. Yeah. I'm now doing Pilates. Mm-hmm. And it becomes more of an identity shift of yes. being authentically myself. And when I shift my identity, that's where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. That's where all of these things come that I get to say yes to. And I, it's the process and the journey. You're listening to your guidance. Right. And that is more valuable than what anybody's going to tell you to do. Absolutely. Because no one can tell excuse me, no one can tell you what to do. You know what you need to do. Yeah. To inspire you to find it. Because if they tell you, go do Orange Theory, that's the only thing to do. I don't know if you'll have Orange Theory there. I don't think so. We certainly don't in my small city. (laughs) Ah, yes. I don't think so, but yeah. But if you don't love Orange Theory, you might go because I told you to go for a week, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be like, this sucks ass. I'm not doing it. But if you find something that makes your heart sing, you will stick with it and you will change your life. I agree. And also, I think that if you love it, you energetically allow your body, your mind, your emotional, like your emotional um, body, your spiritual body you allow yourself to respond to it because you're loving what you're doing. And I think if I were to go and think, okay, I've got to go to this gym. Like my husband loves this one gym that he goes to, like loves it. And they do all sorts of different things. And for probably three years, he's kept saying, you need to come, come with me to this, come with me to this. You'll love it. It'll work. And I'm like, yeah, no, because I don't want to. (laughs) I've been before. I didn't love it. It's not me. That's it. Yeah. I don't like scheduled things. I like to stay at home. I like to work out at home and I love Pilates. And I feel as though not only would I have to force myself to go if I didn't quit, but just being there and being resentful is not the way to get any goals. Anything, anything. <laughs> it's like it's, Nothing yeah. we want comes from resentment. No. Mm-mm. Because we are so far outside the vortex. Exactly. Yeah. I just think like, I don't know, you know, I've been thinking about like, 
when I manifest the amazing things, the impossible things, the crazy stuff, like brand new doors that I did not anticipate, you know, you were talking about them. What'd you think to show up? I know. Um, but when I have been able to do that, or even like hundreds of thousands of dollars, the crazy, crazy things. Yeah. Um, it's always because I've been in the energy of fun, surrender and gratitude. Always. It's that same energetic manifestation. And so if I want to achieve anything, an identity shift, a new wardrobe, because I've, you know, um, gotten to the size that I want to be or whatever it happens to be, I've got to stay in that fun surrender and gratitude to allow the magic. Yeah. And I'm never going to be in a space of allowing magic if I'm not my authentic self. Mm -mm. Nope. I had a weight loss client that came to see me today and I coach her there. Um, I mean, she's not a coaching client, but I put Mm -hmm. on my coach hat and I tell, I tell my weight loss people, this is what I do. I will, when you're with me, your time with me, I will be happy to coach you Mm -hmm. and work on the mindset shift. Or if you just want to come weigh in and grab your food and leave, you can do that. I love the ones that play mm-hmm. like love, love, love the ones that play. So this woman comes in and I want to say she's 220 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, she needs to lose weight to have, I think a knee replacement. And mm-hmm. we connected immediately when she walked in and I started telling her, if you want to get this weight off and keep it off, then you're, it's going to require a mindset shift and you're going to have to get grateful right where you are. So Mm -hmm. tell me some things that you want to do when you hit said goal weight. So she starts going through them and I'm like, okay, now here's your homework. Be that now. Do that now. You don't have to to wait until you get to that magic number. You Mm -hmm. need to start acting like you're there now and enjoy this process because you're going to wake up one day there. And if you don't know who you are, you're not going to know what to do. And you're not going to know how to act and what to eat and what to do for fun and exercise and activity. Mm -hmm. And, and she seemed to me to really be taking this in. Yeah. And since then, I think she's three months in something like that. Um, She came in today and she's like, you're not going to believe what I did. And I'm like, what? And she goes, I bought a yoga swing. And not only did I buy the swing, I bought the contraption that holds it up. And she pulls out her phone and shows me this thing in her yard because you can put it anywhere. But I wanted to have the whole thing so that I didn't have to worry about my husband going, you can't hang it here and you can't do this and you can't do this. So I just took care of it. And she said, Lee, when I met with you in the beginning and you told me you need to be doing the things that you want to do when you hit the weight, you've got to mm-hmm. do them now. She's like, I'm not going to fit into this size pants now. And that's what I want in her head. She's not right. telling me any of this. So there was a lot of internal pushback and she didn't entirely get what I was saying, mm-hmm. but it planted a seed. Right. And she said, the old me would have said, you can't do that. You have to wait until you're at your goal weight. And mm-hmm. she said, and now I don't believe that anymore. So I ordered it. And you know what? I can't do all the trapeze stuff, not mm-hmm. yet, but I can get on it nice. and I can do what I can do now. And as 
I learn more, I'll be able to do more. And Mm -hmm. she said, I would have never known that before. And, but we go through life like that. Yeah. Thinking I'll be happy when Mm -hmm. I'll do this when, uh, you know, and we don't take risks because we're waiting for this win. That's never going to get here. So true. Instead of just fucking doing it now. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think too, that so much, well, I believe so much or the majority of it is in our heads. Oh yeah. Yes. Those stories we tell. And when we're focused, like, I mean, I'm sure that you, you and I've had so many conversations about my own weight loss journey or my weight loss resistance that I feel like I had. Um, but it's like when we have this one thing and it doesn't matter if it's business and it doesn't matter if it's relationships and it doesn't matter if it's weight loss and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. Money. Mm Um, Right. I think we get so twisted around the axle on that one thing that we stop living in other areas of our lives. Yes. Yes. And like a lot of times what I've seen and what I'm seeing this year is when we focus on something that feels easier, like Mm -hmm. the focus on the area that is going okay, but you could do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Or okay, and you could enhance it even more. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw this um, this before and after um, on social media on Facebook, and it was a laundry room which was like behind a closet. You know, like it was like it was inside a closet. It was a tiny little laundry room, mm-hmm. and she opened up the doors, and there was like you know, a white washer and dryer. It was nothing fantastic with like a wire shelf above. And it looked like a normal laundry room. Yeah. She closed the door. She opened the door. And the after was the exact same laundry room. It wasn't, you know, like 1100 square feet. Right. You know, like a tiny closet. Yeah. She put up wallpaper behind it, just on the one wall to like, um, of those invisible, not invisible shelves, but like, you know, the shelves that are like just stick on the wall hanging. Yeah. 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 And one old cupboard that she had painted it green. It was so beautiful. And I thought about that in terms of like, how many, how many ways do we do that in all of our lives? Like this is a normal, this is what your laundry room looks like. It's just a laundry room. I don't care. It's fine. It's behind two doors. No one sees it. Yeah. We could make that so much better and so much prettier with relatively little money. Oh yeah. Oh, and for sure. What if we could do that in all of our ways? Mm-hmm. Like what if we could do that in like just little little ways? Like just we can a beautiful journal and just committing to journaling every yeah. day. Like what if, right? Yeah. What if our relationship is good, but it could be better if we went on weekly dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe we should do that, or we should have like a family game night. Mm-hmm. And once you start to do that and you commit to it in other areas of your life, it's just like, it just opens up more doors that you get to say yes to. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're present in the moment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when we're, when we really stop and look at the time it takes to do certain things, it's not much time. No. It, it And the time we waste making up 
bullshit stories that aren't even true mm -hmm. take up far more time. Well, if you think about, I've, I've often said this to my son. And the reason that I say it to him is because I know it to be true for me. <laughs> We're the same, but he could spend 15 minutes a day reviewing his work for the day so that he didn't have to study, you know, so much at the end of the, at, like right prior to an exam. But what he does is he spends all day long thinking about how he has to do the 15 minutes and he doesn't want to do the 15 minutes and he doesn't want to have to, that's in the back of his mind. Like seriously, he would spend yeah. 10 hours in that energy of just trying to avoid studying or thinking yeah. about he had to study, or he could just sit down, do 15 minutes, get it over with. But you know, he's not alone. Well, no, because I do this myself. <laughs> but I've been guilty of such things as well. Yeah. And like the amount, it's, it's almost worse. The thinking energy is worse than the doing energy. It's Correct. way, takes way more out of you. Yeah. In fact, it's funny you say that because I have something that is on my list is to, is to do for work mm -hmm. and I'm dragging my ass in very much the same way when, if I would just, and I know, I know this and I tell myself, if you just go do it, you're going to feel better. Just go do yeah. it. You're going to feel better. Yeah. And I've got resistance to some things. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just locked up and okay, you lit a fire under me. I'm just going to do it. Well, I mean, the old Mel Robbins technique, not five, old, four, three, two, five, one, five, four, three, two, one, go. Mm -hmm. I mean, it okay. works. It yeah. works because <laughs> then we don't have time. We, we just like don't buy our bullshit resistance, mm -hmm. like, like thoughts, right? And then we get it done and we're I like, oh, that, that feels so good. I'm so glad that's done. Right. That was so not as awful and all of this other things as I thought it was going to be. Why right. didn't I do that two weeks ago? And then you feel so accomplished. Yes. Like, um, I don't know if you ever read that book, Eat That Frog. No. Did you read that book? No. Okay. So Eat That Frog is like, it's really about task completion. Yeah. Like how to fix your, how to get all your to-do list done. And so it's like base. I can't remember that. I mean, I only read little bits of the book, of course, because I don't read books, but it said something like, you know, if you're going to eat a frog, eat the biggest, greasiest ones first, because the rest of them are going to be so much easier down. Right. Like, but if you eat the tiny little ones and you get like, like really, you're not going to feel as accomplished. So if you have a to-do list, that's like one awful tasks. It's going to take you a lot longer. It's the thing you hate. You've got a ton of resistance around it. You don't want to do it. And then you've got a whole bunch of little tasks that are like, you know, sometimes when we write our to-do list, like we write down, respond to emails. Okay. No, yeah. that's not a to-do list. Something you just want so to you make yourself happy that you can check yes. yourself off. But like yes. all it is, it's resistance to the big greasy frog that you're supposed to be eating. And so what this book says is if you just do, if the only thing you do is the one big task, oh yeah, you will probably get them all done, but also you will feel so accomplished, mm -hmm. way more accomplished than if you did 10 smaller tasks and the one you avoided, the one yes. you hate, 
still there at the end of the day. Yeah. Cause then it's just hanging over you and fuck, I got to do that tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You got to do it first and get it over with. And then all of a sudden that's gone and everything else slides through. Yeah. And you'll complete your entire to-do list yeah. instead of having your to-do list and then taking the big greasy frog and moving it every single day to the next day. Yeah. Because yeah. we see it every day. Yeah. And then we feel failure and guilt mm -hmm. and shame yeah. and all the rest of that stuff mm -hmm. that doesn't make us want to do it anymore. No. We're done at that point. Yeah. But it's um, like, <laughs> I'm sure the author said more than that, but that's what I got out of it. That's this. the gist. Okay. It's the gist of it. For so I'm going to <laughs> have to get the book. Yeah. Um, pretty happy. Simple read. Oh, this one. Yes. This one is pretty happy by Kate Hudson. And oh, you would love this one. And it's called healthy ways to love your body. You would love okay, it. It's so interesting. I, I'm going to get that book. So okay. we, we finished Atomic Habits at work. You know, I've, I've got a group at the office. Yeah. yeah. And it's so fun watching those girls. Like they're starting new habits. They're talking about it together. They're holding themselves accountable. Um, it feels good. Like, yeah. but anyway, so the book is just, is over the four weeks are over okay and I'm like yeah it's our last book club day and they're like wait what no 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 we're not done oh and I'm like <laughs> well, we can do whatever we want so let's just keep going and when y'all get done because they're not actually done with the book yet okay so I'm like when y'all get done with the book let's pick out a new book and we can just keep this going yeah and so we're talking about different things we were talking about David Goggins and you can't hurt me and never finished, which is badass energy. And mm -hmm. I think I enjoy the hell out of it. Another one of my patients who is very different than I am. I think we would be friends if we weren't in this situation. Right. But I mean, politically we're different. We have different religious views, but we talk about it. And, and she's yeah. the one that I was very honest with because she asked me a question Mm -hmm. And I showed up and I told her the truth, but I didn't feel bad about it. Like, I know we don't agree, but yeah. And I just told her how I felt. And she just asked me questions about it and was fascinated. Mm -hmm. It was so cool because there was no judgment. But anyway, she read both of the books and she's like, it is amazing. And so I'm feeling like if she could tolerate it, they would be able to tolerate it. But yeah. I'm thinking this book might be our next book. And we moved to David Goggins later. Mm. It's so, I mean, like, I'm just looking through now, like, cause it's like, so, so good. Even just like the five big types of negative thing, thinking the trick mirror, pay attention to the clues, reclaiming your body, putting yourself first. I mean, these are some of them. But it's also about like stretching, what works for me, getting outside, the miracle of mindfulness. Like it's really all, it's all about not just like a diet, right? It's about a lifestyle. It's, it's never about a diet. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Just yeah. being a little bit happier. I, we have a, a weekly huddle in it's not 
the people I work for. It's the business, I guess, that I work for. And, you know, and I've talked about this at least twice on the show, and I'm going to talk about it again. But <laughs> today, again, but before they said it, she said, if y'all don't have anything nice to say, y'all need to not say anything. Oh, goodness. And then she said, when you are talking to these dieters, you need to be asking them, what are you going to do when you get to your goal? What Does she gonna... forget you're in the room? I think that's why she said, be nice. <laughs> they even have Canva posts that they want us to share. Oh, It has that exact question on there. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? You know they can do it wrong? now. You know what's wrong with them? What? You're not in the room with them. No. You're in the wrong room. I'm in the wrong room. Because I always, I say this repeatedly. If you are on the field and you're the best one on that field, you're on the wrong damn field. Mm. I'm talking about football. But like, it's the, it's the truth, right? Like it's, and for you, I feel like you're playing a totally different sport than these people now. Yeah, yeah. And it's the biggest blessing yeah. For you to see it because you spoke your truth mm -hmm. and they put on earmuffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they keep like hammering the hell out of it. Like you're going to somehow go, oh, that's right. You're right. But no. <laughs> luckily, the people I work for do not make me stick to that. Right. And the people that I work with benefit from mm -hmm. that yes. more than any other coach because exactly. any other coach in this particular brand is yeah. going to say what are you going to do when you get to your goal right here let me find you the can't post because yeah. you can't do it right now the fuck they can't right like uh-uh i want you to <laughs> I want you to run a group called the fuck you can't. The fuck you can't is my new group. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Thank you, Sandra. This was so much fun. Um, have a great weekend. And thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next Thursday on the Happy Half Hour. Bye. Bye.